Welcome back to the Freedom Pack podcast and today I'm your host, Lewis. Joe isn't with me today but he'll be back in the next episode. Old mental health, all about mental health awareness and I thought what subject could I tackle or do our bit to bring awareness to and I thought of the one that has resonated with me and has been something I've dealt with almost my entire life is anxiety now I think it's an important thing to talk about today as I think many professionals will agree that anxiety is an issue that is snowballing and becoming an issue that deserves more and more attention so I was looking up some definitions for anxiety and a lot of them were too textbook for my liking and I think it is something that's hard to describe or nail down to just one definition because it it manifests itself differently with everybody and everyone will have their own definition but a good one I found was that it is a non-contagious a non-contagious cognitive plague forming a low level hum that hides in the corners of our collective minds. Now to give you an indication on how important of an issue this is becoming, in August 2018, Barnes & Noble, who are the largest book retailer in the United States, announced a huge surge in the sales of books about anxiety. They they announced it was a 25% jump from August 2017 which I thought is an absolutely staggering statistic in the state of one year so I think we can all agree that it is becoming a much much bigger issue and we can see that not only from this statistic but just how how much more awareness there is to it how many more people understand it I mean a couple of years ago not many people knew what it was so you know what exactly is it well it's a tough question as I said it can manifest itself in different ways and forms and as someone has suffered with it almost all my life I'm going to try my best not to talk too much about how it affects me personally and try and present a more general approach as I don't want to misrepresent anyone and I just want to give a sort of introductory awareness to it on a whole rather than talk about my personal dealings. So it's a term that covers a pretty big deal of psychological ground. Uh, it's, it's normal to feel a certain level of anxiety and it's beneficial in some ways to a certain extent you know before things like a stressful event uh, an exam um, you know a medical exam a job interview things of that nature and it only becomes a real problem when it extends beyond logical worry and is not only unwarranted it's actually uncontrollable which a lot of people don't seem to understand they just you know people will say you know get over it or you know pull yourself together but it 
for so many people it is actually uncontrollable so things and moments that shouldn't be stressful or elicit any negative emotions in any way or shouldn't be worrying suddenly become life-threatening situations or scary or extremely embarrassing um that one is that that one is something i've uh, i found myself extremely embarrassed in, in certain ways just by socializing in a group with more than two people at a time or talking to new people or even buying things at a shop there's so many times where i've just not been able to bring myself to do the tiniest things like that and, and a lot of people don't don't understand and it's just <laughs> so it can arrive as a symptom of another mental illness such as panic disorders uh, PTSD phobias or OCD but when anxiety is a person's primary symptom it's often referred to as GAD so generalized anxiety disorder the NHS uh, the National Health Service uh, in the UK summarize it as people with GAD feel anxious most days and often struggle to remember the last time they felt relaxed and as soon as one anxious thought is resolved another may appear about a separately and completely different issue now GAD affects around 6.8 million people in the United States alone or more than 3% of the country's adults Today, anxiety disorders are most common mental illness in the US, affecting around 40 million adults, which is almost one in five people, which is ridiculous. So globally, uh, the World Health Organization say that almost 300 million people have an anxiety disorder. So now we have a introductory understanding of anxiety or at least a brief one let's look at one of the more common sort of coping mechanisms that are advised um, according to the psychologists at Forbes so this one you may remember from our episode on mindfulness uh, if you listen to that one and it's separating feelings from thoughts so one thing that is often taught to those struggling with anxiety is that you are not your thoughts additionally separating your thoughts from your feelings are also crucial Warner says the thoughts are in the mind e.g. my boss is a jerk and feelings are experienced in the body I feel stressed and tired Anxiety is a combination of feelings in the body and thoughts of the mind. For many, anxiety can be felt through things such as tensing in the stomach or racing of the heart, limbs tensing to the point of actual physical pain. This is the feeling. It's taught that if you can simply identify these 
physiological sensations and not add the narratives the anxiety is going to subside on the other end of the scale feeling physiological sensations with thoughts the anxiety gets worse so many sufferers have trained themselves to identify the sensations and remind themselves that it's just their body trying to prepare them for something important whatever they're feeling anxious about or could be feeling anxious about and then they can wait for the sensations to pass however the anxiety can just as easily get worse when you think negatively of it such as addressing it thinking things such as you know everyone in the room could tell how anxious i am i must look so weird right now there are many small ways and practices of dealing uh, with anxiety which we've covered in the mindfulness episode uh, such as relaxing and meditation thinking being present but i'm certainly in no way qualified to give each specific person definitive advice so i can't stress enough that you should not ignore it if it becomes a real problem and you should see a professional on that matter as this is simply an awareness episode for me uh, anxiety has been something i've been trying so hard to tackle as it can be a serious roadblock in business and as an entrepreneur you're going to take big risks to make your dreams a reality. That is inevitable and that has to happen. There's so many opportunities that aren't going to come your way if you don't step out of your comfort zone and push yourself to explore your potential, which, let's be honest, is extremely difficult to do if you suffer with anxiety. There's going to be certain things that you physically can't bring yourself to do. I want to share the story of Tanya Diggory who was running a successful events company when she first suffered with anxiety and now offers help to entrepreneurs who go through the same thing. So in 2014, she was two years into running an events business. When she started suffering with anxiety attacks for the very first time and so couldn't work out what was happening or how to deal with it she accounts that she would wake up in the middle of the night sweating unable to breathe properly her heart pounding crazily in her chest with no real awareness of anxiety she put it down to not feeling well until it happened again a week later when she found herself trembling and feeling nauseous and close to passing out she had absolutely no idea that anxiety attacks felt that intense and could creep up on you unexpectedly she said that when people spoke about them and she heard people talk about them she she just figured it was like a mental mental block or something she didn't realize the physical 
effects that it had. So during this period, she was feeling quite uncertain about her business and how it was going to unfold and what could happen if it didn't develop as she originally mapped out and was concerned about building up steady work and reliable income which is a massive stress for most entrepreneurs let's be honest she experienced what is really common in entrepreneurship she tried to do everything herself and fast in the first year and experienced a burnout which ironically cost her two months out of work to recover both physically and psychologically she stuck it out and her business got on track for the following year panning out exactly as she'd hoped when almost a year later when she figured this was all behind it had been pushed to the back of her mind and she was suddenly experiencing the very same attacks yet again she realized that this was too important to ignore anymore and she had to deal with it professionally and at the source and so spent the following year focusing and learning and educating herself on how to manage these feelings and develop coping strategies she now says that given her anxiety the attention it demanded was the saving grace for her business and it shouldn't just by entrepreneurs but by anyone suffering so so much so that she went on to set up a business called karma that directs entrepreneurs who who suffer with uh, business anxiety before i go into this next segment on uh, the thoughts and feelings of someone with anxiety i want to first set that up with um, a poem i found on anxiety everyone is staring you're trying so hard to stay standing but your heart is racing instead of walking straight you start wobbling your eyes begin to strain you start feeling as if you just gained a lot of weight your heart sinks as you run away you have to hide you mustn't let them see the you that is scared to be seen you feel like you can't even breathe your lungs are tightening as you sink down against the wall and take into the fetal position just cry maybe someday it'll be alright I think it's hard but also important to try and convey the types of thoughts and feelings that anxiety sufferers do have and there's a very very good article by um, Lindsay Holmes called 10 thoughts anxious people have throughout the day and I wanted to share those because I think a lot of people don't understand the (laughs) little things 
So a big one is saying something that could offend someone. Thoughts like, did I say it the wrong way? Did trying so hard not to offend the person actually make me seem more offensive? Fearing something that could go wrong. So being in constant fear of what's going to happen if and when something happens or fearing that the worst will happen and you'll have nobody to turn to. Not being able to control what's happening now or in the future. So spending every minute of every day worrying about something that's currently happening, something that happened recently or something that might happen in the next few months later today or in the future making a mistake that will result in someone judging you may it be in work or with friends or family looking stupid in a social setting I are they laughing at me you know I, I hope I don't say the wrong thing I hope I don't look silly was I supposed to laugh then can I can I leave yet? Is it okay to sit here? Is it okay to do this? Is it okay to speak? Is it okay to be quiet? And that's a big one is is social anxiety and that's something I've always had and something I had quite a tough time with in university and something that really ruined my well, I would say ruined but made it difficult me for me to enjoy a lot of my time at university as it is a time for being social um, so one of the big things in university is going to nightclubs and bars or you know social hangout spots and that's something I was never able to bring myself to do um, I think I went to a nightclub once because I was scared I was going to miss out on friends it was my first week in university and everyone was going out on the first day in the first week um and i thought look if i don't try this now then these people aren't going to be interested in being friends with me and i tried it and i hated it <laughs> uh there were so many people around and i remember just i just felt like everyone in the room was looking at me and talking about me or thinking I was weird or awkward or, and the more I thought about it the worse I was conveying it and I just wanted to be anywhere else but there um, and then it can also be in social situations in terms of even with people you know at times like there were times where I would be hanging out with my friends and individually I can hang out with every single one of these people quite comfortably but when there were say four or five of us in the room then all of a sudden I would just feel on edge and just be aware of everything I was doing and whether it was socially acceptable was it weird was it was I fitting in was I making the right decisions and those things can just spiral and spiral and if you don't learn how to cope with that and see someone about that which I did then that can find you in a lot a lot of trouble um, 
which was another one on this list was feeling anxious about feeling anxious um a lot of people's anxiety is about having anxiety and wondering why it why it's them and they have no reason to be uh, that some people may be happy and have a great life but they can't let the anxiety go and they don't understand why and that is something that you need to see a professional about because they are the ones that are going to help you understand why and then only then when you understand it can you look to move past it um so that is a very important thing to 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 do is to deal with it at the source before it becomes uncontrollable i think a really interesting thing to do is look up the successful people that are outspoken about um suffering with anxiety and how they overcame it and you'd be surprised how many people have managed to overcome it to a such a large extent and go on to you know do things that they never thought they'd be able to do uh, i was looking and there are countless celebrities and successful people and uh, jason saltzman the ceo of ali spoke to entrepreneur magazine and said that he has and still suffers from general anxiety disorder he said that when he was younger he just thought that it was all in his mind uh, he felt insecure talking to it about anyone and he felt weird and it felt taboo to deal with it he recommends talking it out so he said one of the most therapeutic things i do for my anxiety is simply talking about it i tell my friends i talk about it with my family my investors even though i suffer from it if your friends are judgmental then i'd question why your friends with them in the first place you need good people around you to grow i feel this is true in business and in life some of the most successful people i know are surrounded by even greater people this makes total sense if you're in a world where you're being judged and those closest to you are putting you down it's very likely you'll feel the effects and be so much less productive and not happy and surrounding myself with good people has been a game changer for me and has helped me overcome anxiety i never thought i'd be able to and i think that is a very important thing um which we spoke about in our last podcast the power of your inner circle what he said there about talking it out that is you know that's exactly what today is about i mean it's nice to see in it it's a hard it's hard to say that mental health is becoming an increasingly bigger problem because at the same time it's being accepted more and people aren't as afraid to talk about it as they used to be and so we are more aware of it and that is only a fantastic thing and that can only be for good and i loved what he said there about just talking it out and dealing with it that way i know it's just for me i agree with that so much it's something that's been so beneficial to me and once you actually get it out there and people understand um what you're feeling and what you're going through then they can help you overcome that and, and it's just better for people around you to have an understanding 
in case you're in situations that you're extremely uncomfortable and you know they, they they can help spot that and they can help you out in those situations rather than you dealing with it on your own keeping it inside and it just growing and growing inside of you and I, so i think that was a very powerful thing he said there and i agree wholeheartedly you know with these problems speaking up is the best thing you can do and you know we we fully encourage it and it's something that you know we would love to to be able to do i mean i mean i've had a quite recently we've had a few dms um on instagram from people i think especially this week with it being you know men uh, world mental health uh, awareness day um we've had a, a few people dm us and talk about their you know mental health issues with us and i'm not going to go into those because i can't you know i don't want to d- disclose any of that information but you know it's nice to see how many people are aren't afraid to talk about it and we just want to extend that and say that if anyone does feel like talking about it is beneficial to them um we are by no no means you know professionals in that field and we can't diagnose you or tell you exactly what to do but we can listen and if that's beneficial to you then our dms are always open on freedom pact on instagram our emails are always open at freedompact at gmail.com um so if you if you feel like you needed someone to talk to and you don't feel you can talk to your friends or your family then trust us you 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 know you can talk to us about these things and we'll do our best to uh, engage in that conversation with you so i guess the main takeaway um i hope there is from this podcast is awareness of course as that is the main purpose of this podcast but to see anxiety as something that can't be ignored that is important to deal with and learn how to manage because we all deserve to have complete control over our lives and not let anything control us i feel like if you suffer with anxiety then obviously please go and speak to a professional but also try and research or maybe listen to our mindfulness episode and try a a few of those practices and hopefully um you can benefit in small ways through them um i know that we've had a lot of reviews um on that episode it was a very well received episode and a lot of people are taking um quite a lot lot from that um, if you'd rather just remind yourself of those practices then they're available as a blog on uh, freedompact.co.uk just head over to the blog section and it is the uh, latest blog so just click on it and it'll give you a list and you can just read through them in a minute and practice them and please have a look around the website for all um, everything we offer on there I mean since we've set the website up we've we've had kind words said about it and the content that's going on there uh, you can find all our podcasts on there there'll be blogs on there there's a list of top 10 uh, self-development books that honestly we think if you read these 10 books then <laughs> you're going to change your life forever um, we've also uh, put up our new life coaching service in which we're offering 
or free life coaching consultation initially so if you want to check that out i know i can speak for uh, joe as well as myself when i say we we've really been enjoying some of the life coaching sessions we've been having via skype with you guys getting to learn your goals and seeing where you want to be and really working out how to get there with you and you know it's been really enjoyable so far and we can't wait to uh to continue it but you know before i want to before i go i just want to reiterate that you know it's a very important day and yes it is mental health awareness day but every day should be mental health awareness day um it and reach out to people who you think may need to talk about things or if you need to talk about things then please reach out to people and and deal with these things because um trust me they're they're not nice when they uh when they live inside you so thank you for for listening to this podcast it's been a difficult one to talk about as i didn't want to get too personal but it's still a tough one for me to think about because as i'm thinking about these things i have a lot of um personal struggles but i thank you for listening and i thank you for listening every week and please subscribe if you're on itunes the reviews are coming in thick and fast now and honestly this there's been chart of the education section of itunes and that has been a huge goal of ours and we would love it so much if you could help us get there by dropping the reviews and subscribing check out freedompack.co.uk for everything to do with freedom pact follow us on instagram for you know quotes and and pieces from our favorite books and our favorite speeches it's basically the go-to place for motivation and inspiration so check all that out we thank you so much for listening to the freedom pact podcast we appreciate it so much thank you guys we'll see you in the next one when i'm reunited with my co-host joe and we'll be coming back with frequent episodes tackling some big, big issues.